Welcome to The Pemp Show, where every week we will bring you the latest information on how pulsed electromagnetic field technology is shaping the energy medicine industry. We'll be looking at the facts from medical studies, bringing you guests who are experts in their fields and sharing personal stories about the impact of PEMF. On this week's show, we'll be discussing the mechanics of pulsed electromagnetic field therapy on the body's cells. We're going to discuss how the Earth's magnetic dynamo powers the human body. We're going to talk about how our bodies are electrical, and we're going to discuss how we can recharge our cellular batteries, not our cell phone batteries, but the cells of our bodies. And we're going to explore how PEMF can help jumpstart cells which are powered down. And finally, we're going to look at how PEMF can help decongest the body's transportation system, oxygenating your body to produce maximum performance. Planet Earth is a giant dynamo. Under the Earth's crust is an outer core which is made of molten metal. The outer core is heated by the inner core and is constantly in motion. Due to the rotation of the Earth on a daily basis, the movement of magna flows in cylindrical streams which create a circulating electrical current, which in turn generates the Earth's magnetic field. This magnetic field is easily detected by a handheld compass whose needle is going to point to magnetic north. This magnetic force has been found to be of great importance to the maintenance of human life. When NASA sent its astronauts to live in space for extended periods of time, they realized the reduction in exposure to the Earth's magnetic field had an adverse health effect. One study, put out by NASA's Johnson Space Center, entitled Pulsed Electromagnetic Fields, a Countermeasure for Bone Loss and Muscle Atrophy, had the following to say. Currently, there is a critical need to develop effective countermeasures for bone loss and muscle atrophy to enable future human space exploration to the Moon, Mars and beyond. Progressive muscle atrophy can lead to weakness, fatigue, the inability to perform efficiently assigned tasks, and compromise energy egress operations. Bone loss causes increased risk of bone fractures and kidney stones, which can also negatively affect mission objectives and success. Well, to rectify this problem, NASA researched the positive effects of PEMF and had the following to say. The purpose of these studies is to develop a pulsed electromagnetic field device for use as a non-invasive countermeasure to enhance bone retention, prevent or alleviate muscle atrophy, and augment natural healing or regeneration processes. This research represents a major contribution towards enabling humans to live and work safely in space, and is especially relevant to projected human space exploration. On Earth, this device could be useful in the treatment of various muscle diseases, age and cancer-related muscle atrophy, osteoporosis, and other bone diseases. Now, some of the engineers involved in both the United States and the Russian space program concluded if it was of benefit to the astronauts, it would also benefit you and I. But how exactly does PEMF work? Well, human beings are electrical creatures. EEG tests, or electroencephalography, record electrical activity of the brain. 
EKG tests, or electrocardiography, record the electrical activity of the heart. When a person goes into cardiac arrest, a defibrillator is used to deliver a therapeutic dose of electrical energy to the heart to restart it. Scientists have learned that our bodies are alive because of electromagnetic exchanges between the cells. Dr. Laycock, a member of the International Society for Bioelectromagnetism, writes, Soft tissue is made up of billions of cells, each of which is surrounded by a semi-permeable membrane. Through this membrane pass certain types of ions known as cations, which flow into the cells, and anions which flow out. These different types of cations and anions provide the essential nutrients to sustain each cell to perform its designated function. These flows of ions constitute small electric currents in their own right, driven by a small charge that gives a similar effect to having a battery applied across the membrane. The flow of ions would produce a minuscule but virtually undetectable magnetic field. If cells are damaged by accident or disease, then the battery that drives the cell's currents may be reduced in its ability to sustain the flow of ions, and hence the cell's either is reduced in its function or it dies. In other words, a biological electrical energy source, known to scientists as ATP or adenosine triphosphate, works like a battery and pumps ions into each cell, bringing nutrients and powering tiny little motors within the cells called cilia and flagella that move nutrients and other materials around the cells. It also works as the messaging network within the cell and signals certain cell functions to turn on and off as needed, something known as redox signaling. So our body's biological cells, like our cellular phones, have batteries. ATP is the rechargeable energy carrier used by most cells. The phosphate groups in this energy carrier are held together by very high energy chemical bonds. Under certain conditions, one of the phosphates can break away, releasing the energy. The energy released is used for human energy reactions that keep the cell alive and impact directly on our health. When a phosphate is released, what is left is adenosine diphosphate, or spent fuel, known as ADP. These spent cell fuels are recharged from ADP to ATP, and this process requires the infusion of energy which comes from the food that we eat. All nucleated cells contain mitochondria, which are the energy factories of the cells. Mitochondria take the molecules derived from food with lots of chemical bond energy. These are broken down products of sugars and fats. These fuel molecules are disassembled inside the mitochondria to release their chemical bond energy. This energy is in the form of electrons. Pumps embedded in the cell membrane push hydrogen ions obtained from the fuel molecules into the inner membrane sac within the mitochondria. These are some of the raw materials for energy production. Well, oxygen has a powerful attraction for electrons and is used to recharge the ADBs, the flat batteries, and turn them back into ATPs, or charge batteries, by adding phosphate ions back into them. Without oxygen, the cell can only make two ATPs for every sugar molecule metabolized. When oxygen is present, the same cell can produce 38 ATPs from every sugar molecule. 
Now, according to Nobel Prize laureate Dr. Otto Warburg, cells maintain a voltage across their membrane just like a regular battery. Each cell is designed to have a positive charge on the outside and a negative charge on the inside. A AA battery has a positive and a negative side. The outside of the cell is charged with sodium ions, while the inside of the cell is charged with potassium ions. The two charges are separated by the cell membrane, which serves as an insulator. Within the cells are ion pumps which pump ions into and out of the cells through the cell membrane. More potassium ions are pumped into the cell, while sodium ions are pumped out of the cell, positively charging the cell. The difference in electrical potential or voltage across the membrane is referred to as transmembrane potential, or TMP. This process of charging the cells creates a second type of cell battery or energy storage. ATP is the first. Well, cells will power down due to the aging process, stress, an unhealthy diet, and the toxic environment in which we live. Dr. Warburg found healthy people had cell voltages of 70 100 millivolts. People with chronic illnesses had cell voltages between 30 to 50 millivolts, while cancer patients displayed cell voltages less than 15 to 20 millivolts. Diminished cellular voltage has a direct correlation to disease and sickness. Cancer cannot thrive in highly charged cells. This is why we hardly ever hear of cancer of the heart, as it is the muscle that has the highest voltage of any organ in the body. So what do we do about cells that have lost their charge? Well, if cells lose their charge due to disease or damage, they are unable to operate and will prematurely die, something called necrosis. PEMF therapy introduces a low-frequency pulsed electromagnetic field that recharges the cells of the body, restoring energy levels that allow the cells to perform their designed functions. The use of pulsed electromagnetic fields to stimulate cells is explained by Dr. Layok. He says, Magnetic fields applied to an area of injured cells need some dynamic interaction to have an effect on the ionic and cationic flows across their membranes. Since a magnetic field is a product of moving ions or electrons, then a dynamic field applied externally will have the same effect of inducing movement of ions. The generation of electricity is based on this principle. Pulsed electromagnetism requires that energy be put into the system to establish the magnetic field. When the source of energy is removed, the field collapses. Now used therapeutically, it is during the time that the field is being established or collapsed that energy is being used to drive cellular ionic flows. In other words, this is only during the dynamic periods. So therapeutic pulsing of electromagnetic fields can restore the flow of ions in the cells, recharging them and restoring natural cellular function. Curatron PMF systems supply a constant flow of collapsing and expanding magnetic fields, providing a consistent stimulation for the charging of the body's cells. In terms we might all understand, when a car battery dies due to the extreme cold or being drained if the lights are left on, we can recharge the battery or jumpstart the car using another car's electrical force, and it comes back to life and is restored to normal function. The same is true of a cell phone 
Once drained, it ceases to work, but it can be recharged and then returned to normal function. This is what PEMF does for the cells. It recharges them and returns them to normal function. PEMF doesn't just charge individual cells, though. It affects the entire cellular network. Blood is the transportation system of the body, which flows down major highways called arteries. Arteries carry oxygenated blood away from the heart to the cells, which make up the body's tissue. Blood goes through a miniature system of vessels called capillaries, where water, nutrients, toxins, and gases such as oxygen and carbon dioxide are exchanged. The good stuff goes in, and the bad stuff is taken out. Blood is manufactured in the marrow of the bones and stays active on duty for approximately 100 to 120 days before it is recycled. Blood circulates through the body every 20 seconds. Now, according to a study published by Intech, a typical human blood cell has a diameter of between 5 and 10 micrometers, the surface area of approximately 135 micrometers squared. Now, maximum efficiency of the blood cell is reached when all the surface area of the cell is free to perform its function. Scientists examining blood cells during a process called live cell analysis have observed a phenomenon called the Rouleau effect. Blood cells can stick together like stacked coins, forming a rouleau or a clumping of cells. It is on the larger surface area of the cells where they stack up. That's like the flat side of the coins. If two cells stack, the combined surface area is reduced to 71%. Their efficiency is reduced further as the number of cells stack up. A stack of eight or more cells reduces their total cellular efficiency by 50%. This is alarming because the blood cells are the transportation mechanism for bringing oxygen and nutrients to the cells and for removing toxins. However, another factor must be taken into account. Capillaries are so small, 5 to 10 micrometers, that blood cells can only pass through them in single file. The Rouleau effect stacks cells, which then combine into branches, like twigs. Cells that are stacked in this way cannot pass through the capillaries, as capillaries can only accept free-flowing singular and independent red blood cells. The Rouleau effect causes traffic jams, blocking the transportation of essential oxygen and nutrients. Blood that cannot pass through the capillaries cannot absorb or dispel toxins or carbon dioxide. Neither can it absorb and dispel nutrients and oxygen. Blood affected by the Rouleau effect recirculates without having performed the task it's sent to undertake. If the blood cells are subjected to the Rouleau effect, Disease results because the blood flowing through the body is restricted and the oxygen level in the blood is drastically reduced. This creates an anaerobic environment, meaning an environment without oxygen. Now, bacteria are anaerobic, so diseases will thrive in blood deprived of oxygen. Parasites and viruses also thrive in anaerobic and acidic environments. This problem affects all the major systems of the body, as the blood absorbs and diffuses oxygen and nutrients, as well as picking up and dispelling toxins and carbon dioxide at a capillary level throughout the entire body system. So how can PEMF help with oxygenation? 
Well, PEMF positively charges blood cells so that they can repel one another, like magnetic charges repel, making it impossible for them to stick together, and reduces the Rouleau effect. This maximizes the ability of the blood cells to perform their tasks in the capillaries and all of the major organs. The work of the lungs, liver, intestines, and kidneys is optimized when proper and full blood flow can take place. When the blood is oxygenated, so are the organs and tissues, reducing disease which can produce imbalances, sicknesses, and eventually cancers. Now, it's not just about avoiding disease. It's also about increasing performance. PEMF is like legal blood doping. The uptake of nutrition, supplements, minerals, and oxygen is dramatically increased. This is the body's fuel. PEMF works like a fuel injection system for the cells, increasing cellular performance and consequently athletic performance. Well, the lungs absorb oxygen through the capillaries located in small air sacs called the alveoli through a process called diffusion. Oxygen is absorbed while carbon dioxide is expelled. Oxygen is then carried to all the major organs for use in energy production, the production of ADP. The byproduct of energy production is carbon dioxide, which is carried back to the lungs and exchanged for oxygen. Now, the liver removes toxins from the blood, but also injects biochemicals that are necessary for digestion. The liver stores glycogen, which is broken down into glucose and dispersed into the body when the blood sugar levels are low. The liver also decomposes tired blood cells and produces hormones, which are injected back into the blood. This and much more happens through the capillaries, which pass through the liver. Toxins are removed while sugars, proteins, hormones are added back into the blood. The small intestine absorbs nutrients and minerals found in the blood. Proteins, fats or lipids, and carbohydrates are absorbed by the small intestine. The intestine is lined with microscopic brushes called villi and microvilli, which are networks of fine capillaries. The villi absorb the nutrients into the capillaries and they are transported by the blood vessels to different parts of the body where they are distributed. Villi are like the alveoli of the lungs, just performing a different function. The kidneys remove excess organic molecules such as glucose from the blood along with waste products of metabolism. The kidneys regulate the acid-base balance and the blood pressure through salt water balance. They remove all soluble wastes and send them to the urinary bladder. Again, this filtering process includes blood traveling through the fine capillaries. So for the lungs, the liver, the small intestine, and the kidneys to do their job, blood has to be able to flow through the small capillaries. PEMF ensures this can happen by charging the blood and dispelling the Rouleau effect. So why would you want to take advantage of the advanced science of PEMF? Pulsed electromagnetic fields will recharge the cells and oxygenate the blood. A highly charged, highly oxygenated body produces an environment which is not favorable to viruses, parasites, or cancers. Cells are supplied with the necessary oxygen and nutrients to fuel their work, and the waste products are efficiently removed. PEMF jumpstarts the cells which have powered down. It positively charges the blood, 
removing the traffic jams or the Rouleau effect in the body's circulatory system. This increases the uptake of oxygen and nutrients, and the blood delivers them efficiently to the cells and increases cellular uptake. Hemp promotes detoxification as toxins are removed from the cells and are carried away and effectively disposed of from the body. PMF works like a fuel injection system for the cells, increasing cellular performance and consequently athletic performance. You can get more out of life with energy medicine supplied through PEMF. For The Pemp Show, this has been Jonathan Bowen. Tune in next week to exercise your brain cells as we discuss more exciting and relevant ways PEMP can energize your life.